Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life. We have a, an amazing episode for you today, all about change and how change changes our lives, right? How do you deal with change? How does change affect you? And we have a nice little saying called, oh, wow, that will really change your life and how you look at how things happen to you. So you have to stay towards the end because it is at the very end. Uh, it was a little mic drop that we had there. So, but episodes all about change and how to deal with it and how to proceed and how to just live life in day and age where all there is is change. As we're getting ready to to set this up, some technology things happened and we don't have a, a member, a key member of our team with us today. Steve's internet went out. I don't know if that's a, was a sign from the universe saying, hey, the three of you little birdlings must jump out of the nest and do this on your own or just bad internet connection. So today, as always, I'm joined with uh, Stephanie Vetter and Melissa Barrett. My name is Giovanni Godina. And let's just jump into the topic, if it's okay with you ladies. We're going to be talking about change and how to deal with change and how to be... What kind of came to mind when Stephanie was was talking about this was, before we started recording, was like, how are you flexible in times of change? Like right now, we, we were supposed to record the four of us using on a different topic and then technology issues. And we're like, we're going to switch the topic and we're going to talk about this. So Stephanie, what... Or instances like this, because you were talking about you, you have a lot of change going on right now in your life. Do you want to share kind of what's going on and then like what your thoughts were about wanting to do this topic? You said you meditated about this and this kind of came up for you. It did. It did come up for me this morning. It was pretty loud and clear. And so it's really interesting that Steve wasn't able to make it. And forgive my voice. I've been talking too much lately, apparently, but it's not going to stop me. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like Steve, I think be careful what you wish for. He's like, okay, I'm going to delegate everything. We just delegated the podcast, and he's like, talk about this, <laughs> or you know, let's talk about this. And he had an amazing topic in mind, but you know, we're driving the show. So <laughs> anyway, about change, uh, I think change is constant, and I know Steve always says, you know, based on some stories that he has and some experiences that he had with Charles Schwab. And I believe the story went, you know, he was actually a teleprompter for Charles Schwab. And there was like a huge presentation, a huge keynote that was going to happen. And it was like moments before Charles Schwab was going to go on stage and came and sat down next to Steve and said, we need to make some changes. And Steve was like, oh, what? What do you mean we're going to make changes? Like it's, it's set, like I'm ready, let's go. And he said something to him that stuck with Steve for a long time. And it sticks with me is that changes to business life really but changes to business as air is to life and so how do we navigate change what do we do when things come up that are unexpected that are unplanned or or you're just in transition and i think you know a lot of the team of us here have been in transition for since we formed since we came together this has been a big transition and the transition at least for me hasn't stopped there's been one massive change after the other for months and it can be you know it can throw you off and it can mess with your mindset and it certainly messes with your calendar and like how do you stay on the rails and stay focused when all this change is present and so even 
yeah, so it was just, it was funny when I was meditating this morning, that was a big, a big thing that came through for me is like, oh my God, so much change. And then sometimes, especially for me with that change is I haven't even processed all the pieces of the change. It's like you go through the logistics of the change and you're trying to figure out how to rebuild things or reschedule or just adapt. And then you don't take time to actually address the feeling of it. And it's interesting that actually came up in our team meeting this morning, like the we don't address the feeling of change, the feeling of business, the feeling of a lot of things. We just put it to the side because we don't have time to deal with it. But then it sure as heck comes up when you're not ready for it. And then you're kind of forced to confront it. So so I guess with all that, what I wanted to talk about or what I where I saw us going was like then, you know, round robin, like how what do we do when change comes up in our life so that it doesn't affect the business, but that it is something that's healthy, that's positive, something that we can accept and allow to happen and then move forward. So yeah, I guess that's that's what was on my mind this morning. So we changed. It's funny that you mentioned change because I grew up, literally, my father worked for Xerox as a, in marketing, and he literally every 18 months, the way you grew with the company at the time, which I found out later, was that they would essentially send you somewhere for 18 months. And that meant our family literally packed up and moved every 18 months. They would buy the house, as I recall, and we would go somewhere and then he would follow and then we'd do that. And we did that for like at least a decade. I don't I don't even know. I went to so many different schools. So for me, when I when you talk about change, I have kind of been accustomed to change in my life and I really did not like it. <laughs> you know, when you're little, we didn't have Facebook and all this stuff and, you know, the Kids now, they have friends all over the world and, you know, whatever. But back then, when you packed up and moved, you never saw those people again, probably, in many instances. And so now, as, as an adult, as I grew up and, you know, we kind of settled in California, I think, I guess when we came to California, I was still in the fifth grade. So that was like a decade of movement and I was still in the fifth grade. But we continued to move you know, like houses and, you know, so, you know, my dad, I think just had this thing for change. But as I grew up and started working, I realized that there is a lot of change that happens in companies constantly. And so I never really, I kind of got to the point where it's like, I, I really embrace change. I don't mind change. I just need to understand some of the change. So for me, it was, it's always about, I may not know exactly why the changes are being made. And sometimes we're not in the position where we're making the change, but change is being made for us and we become part of that change. But for me, I started thinking about it like kind of almost the chessboard. And there are things that change in our lives that we don't understand, but there are moves being made and you won't understand it until a lot later in many cases. And I think, I know there's a video that, you know, we play during our workshops so that it talks about you can't connect the dots forward. You can only do it backwards. And so we look at our past and we think we know where we're going or where we want to go, but sometimes there are kind of detours that help us actually prepare for the change that we need in our life. And so I think first, the you know, probably the first thing for me is just being aware and open to change because I know a lot of people that are just completely resistant to change for any reason. And I always think back to one of the stories that I think my sister told me years ago, there was this story about the typewriter pool and a bunch, you know, there was a whole bunch of secretaries had a typewriter pool 
and they get the memo about the fact that computers, they're about to change to computers from typewriters. And they, you know, of course, everybody was really upset. And so I just kind of think about some of the things that we want to resist when it comes to change. But we know, I mean, we may not know how good they are until we give them a chance. So, you know, just being open to change and kind of unabsorbing it, I think, is kind of the first thing. I hear Steve like echoing in my head right now. He always says, and two words that really helped me are just accept and allow. Like if we are not accepting that change is happening, we're not allowing change to come into our lives. That's where we have problems. That's, and it's not that, you know, we have to be so happy. Well, then anytime some there, sometime there is change or, you know, sometimes it's multi-layered. Like it's not, it's just, it affects a lot of areas of life. And I guess I'm speaking for me right now, like we're moving from my little nest, talking about like a little bird's nest, my little nest where I've lived for most of my life. And we bought a home two and a half hours away. So still close for all the right reasons. I'm super excited. But, and it's actually a dream that I've had. It was one of the things that has been a dream of mine ever since I met Steve. It was like, you know, he obviously inspires us all to dream again. And like, what do your dreams look like? What do you truly desire? What experiences do you want? This is something I said I wanted. And now it's happening and it's amazing and all of that. But there's so much more to it. And so I, and it was all through the whole process. He was sitting there like, accept and allow. Like if it doesn't happen the way you thought it would, like you reach for something, you ask for it, you say what you want, and then like let go almost like let go and let it come into your life in the way that it's meant to. Don't try to control every step of it, which was big for me because I like to control things and I like to know what's going to happen and I like all of that. But the accepting and allowing and just like you said, being being open to it and and knowing that life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. So if something is not like you think that you really want something and it's not going the way you thought it would, like not to fight that, just accept it, allow it and make a new choice, right? Like choose again, not to quote all things, Steve's, but like the gratitude piece of it too, right? Being grateful for it all. And this is helping me like say this out loud because I was struggling this morning, like, ah, and there's been so much change in my life and then so much change even today. Like, oh my God, how do you keep resetting? Yeah, I think I think a lot of uh, a lot of where challenges come from for people is that they have the picture in their mind how it's supposed to be, rather than just letting it, allowing it. Like, I mean, if you listen to Steve, if you listen to any other person who talks about meditation, finding your goals, whatever, manifesting all that stuff, it's more about the feeling, the end feeling, rather than the end actual result. So if you want to have a successful successful business and then you're thinking it has to be this one one way or you're having a product or a service and it has to be this one way like yeah you're gonna struggle and it's gonna possibly be painful because you're fighting like no it has to be this way and you're just like just determined whereas if you just let it go and fig and kind of flow with what the universe is as going back to melissa was saying it's like like the universe is setting you up to learn something so that it you're able to have what it is, whatever it is that you're asking for. And the more we resist and fight and hold on to how we envision it being that a specific way, then like the more pain and, and, and suffering we cause ourselves. And really it is we're causing it ourselves. Because once we can let go of, of the how and just focus on the feeling that it, the result will give us, then it's kind of allows more of whatever to come through fruition, you right? Like for instance, your house, it like have you really like, no, this is this is like ours, like this is our house. Like we're we're getting, I don't care what we gotta do, we're getting it. And then say there was another house, she's like, oh that's kind of that's nice, but no, like this other one is this is our house. This is our house. And you get the house and then it's like so much stuff was like goes wrong with it. And like just it but you like but you had to have like that specific home and there was and you couldn't see any other options when the universe was like Hey, here's the other stuff. I think that's where we get like the challenges and where people get stuck with with change, right? They're like, no, 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 no. It has to be this way. This is how I envision it. This is what I've seen from like the beginning of my childhood or whatever. And then, and then it, it just it's it's harder. It's that resistance no. to it. 
Yep. Yeah. Having those blinders on and just, yeah, thinking that you know better, but it's like we always talk about if something doesn't feel good or if there's challenges like wall after wall that comes up, it's like that's, those are signs, right? Like you have to notice and it's okay to pivot. And I know that word was used so much during COVID. Everybody had to pivot and we all had to get real comfortable with change. But yeah, I think that's been so helpful in my life just to know that like if something's not feeling good, if it's too hard, if there is pain, that's not the path. That's not the way to go. Like we have to be open to going a different way and follow the what feels good, you know, and trust that it's happening for a reason. That was real helpful looking for a house in the market that I was looking for because it was like, ah, oh my gosh, why? Why isn't this working? But it all sort of worked out just the way it was supposed to. And I think a big part of that was because I, I let it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think in today's world too, like we have to be, you have, you, you have to be able to adapt to change. Life is just going to be so much harder because I mean, with just a technology alone, it's changing so rapidly, right? We had our meeting earlier today and I was telling you guys how I, I used chat GPT or AI to, to write my presentation, most of my presentation today. Like if you're, if you're not adapting and yeah, and like adapting to like kind of go back to what you were saying, Melissa, is like if if you can't to like adapt to those those changes, like you kind of get stuck. You're going to get stuck and left behind. And not to say all change is going to be good, right? Like there's some things where like I've had the mindset for a long time that the technology we have, there's the good and the bad of it, right? It's like how we use it and how we just, I guess, utilize it in our life. And then there's also like the good stuff from like old days that are still pr- pretty good practices to have in just general life. And it's like having that kind of that, for me, it's always that balance, right? You don't want too much of any one thing because then it's just like, you couldn't, you can't have too much of a good thing, right? You can't eat too much cake or too much ice cream, you know, or whatever it may be to exercise too much, right? And it's like finding that balance in there. And I think that's what kind of changed right now is like you have to find that balance because things are constantly changing. I get stuck in some stuck in sometimes or like, my God, the new trend, like trends. I think trends are a little bit different, right? Like what's the new latest cool thing or clothing or song or app or whatnot. But it's like, what what are the things that are really actually going to help move us forward in things? And we might not know what it is right off the bat. I mean, you, I don't know, like what's a good example of like, I guess Zoom right here, right? Like this, it was a nice thing to have for some people before like the pandemic, like Skype and everything like that. And like now, like we literally do this, we do every podcast via Zoom video conferencing, right? And like, that's a great technology for to allow us to do what we're doing. And if we didn't adapt, then, you know, it might just be having like, it might just, this might podcast still might just be Steve having people come to him or him go to people, right? rather than being able to have somebody across the world. I, I was on a podcast with Steve, and I think we were talking with a guy. He was in South Africa, right, in the middle of the night. Like, how cool is that? Like, we were able to do something like that. So I think in today's world, yeah, we – if you are in the mindset, like, I'm – no, change. Blah, blah, I'm bad, right? You know, old, old man, get off my lawn kind of a thing. <laughs> Like, I think in today's world, you usually have to be able to adapt to change. Yeah, without question. I think, well, and I think a lot of, you know, a lot of us expect change, but then we expect things to go back to normal. I guess people say that a lot, where you're going back to normal. Like, even with the pandemic, it was like, okay, when are we going to get back to where we were? But it's almost like it's, you know, life is, totally different like anytime you go through change you bring all of that with you and so you know I mean I hate to I always go back to you know my transition and experience with my husband passing away just because it's probably one of the most significant changes that I had in my life but you, you know, I think a lot of times people go, oh, you know, you want to grieve and then you move on, but you don't move on. You, you actually bring all that with you and you're now a different person. And so, 
you know, it's like change continues to be constant. And one of the things that I got from Steve during that time frame was just being able to say, what do I want? And get out of your comfort zone and just experience the journey, the life that you want, as opposed to, you know, kind of doing the things you're always supposed to do. Because I I kind of grew up in that where it's like, you know, you're supposed to do, you graduate from high school, you go away to college, you get a good job, you find someone, a partner, you get married, you, you know, you have kids, you, you know, it's like your life is like, it should go according to this line. And I think more and more, especially, you know, youth now are like, I mean, they have businesses that, you know, they're not even out of high school yet. And the amount of information that is coming to us is so significant that there is constant change. So just being able to manage change, manage the the amount of information coming in and how you respond to that change will serve you well if you're just trying to figure that out. So ask those questions. Be curious about what the change means because, you know, you want to interact with the change. You don't just want change to happen to you. You want to participate in the change. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be, like, directing. Like, I always love the the analogy of, like Steve was saying about, like, just floating in the wind, like a feather, like has like freedom, right? right? It's like floating, but it does does it have freedom because it's like it's at the whim of where the wind goes and drops it's it a, off, right? Exactly. It's like having a yeah. sailboat. It's like you could just be a passenger and let the wind kind of blow you, but you might get lucky and it blows you in the direction you want to go. It might tip you over if you're not controlling the sails or the rudder or whatnot. It's like having having that and being able to to direct it the way you want it. It's not yeah, it's not being passive. Right. It's not just sit right. idly sitting by, but it's like it's playing a part. And at the same time, getting back to it, it's not having that definitive result that it's going to be, but you can you can still steer it. Right. You can say with the actions that you take and the things that you do, you can steer it in the direction and, and just be like, OK, this is the action that I'm taking. I think a lot of times when people like with change, like they, they want to take action. They think it has to be this action. This action is going to lead them this way. And <clears throat> excuse me. It may or may not, and like just being okay with that wherever it it might lead you. I think there's so much to unpack in what Melissa was saying. <laughs> I like wrote down some notes, but I think for one, you know, about changing and like wanting to go back to normal or go back to the way things were. Maybe there's a reason that people want to do that because it's comfortable. They knew it, even if it was uncomfortable. It's known. It's a known <laughs> discomfort. And I think that's why a lot of times we stay in something that might be painful and like related to our credit rate or whatever, but like we know what to expect. And so it's like being on the other side of the unknown is, it can be scary because we don't know. I mean, it could be amazing, but it's, we've lived with this and like, we don't know what that is. And so I think that's, you know, you're having to be, a, you know, being open and willing to the change. Maybe it's risk. Some people might say like, oh, you're more open to risk. Well, yeah, we have to be like, we should all, we should all be taking risks. And I remember when I first sort of started my personal development journey and it was like, a lot of times you don't raise your hand, like you keep your hand down, you don't join, you don't engage an opportunity because it's scary or, you know, you're not sure, but that's where the growth happens. And that's, you know, obviously one of our core values. And I remember there was a point where things were being asked of me. People were asking for certain types of help, asking me to speak somewhere, asking whatever it might be. And it was like, oh my God, that's so uncomfortable. Yes, I'll do it. Like sign me up because that's been my experience now is like, that's where the amazing happens. That's where the new, the growth, the excitement you know, the learning happens is outside the bubble, like outside of your comfort zone. And so now then it was like a period where I was actively searching for things that made me uncomfortable. I was like, okay, what scary thing can I go do that's going to propel me to that next level? Because the only way to learn is like, you're not like Steve says, you know, you didn't just get born and like stand up and walk out of the hospital. Like it's not that way. Like you have to learn, you have to fall down, you have to get some bumps. But those are all experiences that are going to help you make 
the next best decision for whatever it is. So that was one thing about the like, go back to normal, like what? No, we don't want to go back. We want to be always moving forward. And then, you know, even the story that Steve talks about is like changing to be able to have success. And, and you know, people, you might hear people say like, oh, don't change when you get successful, when you get big and you're all successful and you're making all this money, like don't change. Well, it's like, typically you have to change to get to that place. Like you don't just, you know, stay who you are and keep being who you are and keep doing what you're doing and then expect a different result. That's, you know, insanity, right? So, so it's okay. Like it's okay to, to change as long as it's for the positive, it's for the right reasons. You have good intentions. Like you're in touch with yourself your mental health is good about it. Like all that stuff is good. I don't know if anybody wants to share, but I would, or I forget, I would love to hear some tips from the constant 18 month mover. Like I'm going to need to hear that at some point in this podcast. What specific <laughs> tips can you give me about how to navigate that type of change? But yeah, that just, that brought up so much stuff for me, Lisa. And it's like, wow. Well, I will tell you one thing that, because I mean, my parents were, the masters of moving and some of, the, some of the things that they did I don't know that I really knew until much later but you know they're principles that I think about because you know my dad was always kind of making sure that things outside of the house were taken care of and my mom of course you know she kind of had the the inside of the house. I mean, that was kind of her, they, that's the way their, their marriage worked. But one of the things that, you know, my mom would do is she always made sure whenever we moved that, you know, like the big things were set up first. And so I th think about kind of the big rocks in our lives, you know, she would make sure that, of course, the beds were always set up first. And so you had to have a place to sleep, a place to, you know, relax. And so it's, it reminds me of, you know, just making sure that you're focusing on the big things in your life first, and then, you know, kind of moving into some of those, you know, the gravel, if you will, or the smaller rocks and making sure that you're fitting them in. Because I think a lot of times we try to do so much so fast. And, you know, Steve is constantly talking to me about like my calendar because I'm always trying to fit so much in. But at the end of the day, literally the more that I block out just to create time for myself, it is amazing the amount of just creativity, innovation, you know, your mind, there's so many things that you're, that you are given when you pause. And I think we don't pause enough. And, you know, I, you know, I'm one of those people. It's like, hey, I got to get stuff done. But, you know, now I, I literally will plan to just not have anything to do. <laughs> and, you know, I never did that before. I mean, it was like, I'm like, what? You know, and it takes, it tickled me a little practice to be able to say, you know, you know, let's just take, you know, let's end the meeting at, you know, 20 minutes after the hour and take 10 minutes for myself before the next meeting or, you know, and I think a lot of those norms, you know, when you're working at a company, a lot of that can start from the top as the CEO, like make sure the meetings stop on time or, you know, plan another one or make sure that you're giving the appropriate time frame for people to actually engage because I think one of the big things when I was at one of the larger Fortune 500 companies was we went through this what they called transformational change and it was like I mean everything in the company was being changed from people's titles to what they did what level they were all of those things and I think a lot of times what they forgot to plan for were people's kind of people receiving the change. So it was like, hey, you know, here's the project plan. We're going to make all this change. But guess what? People 
are part of the change, like, and they don't all change at the same time. So you, you literally have to build it in time for people to understand the change, accept the change, you know, allow, as you said, accept and allow and, and kind of understand like, oh, okay, this is how I fit in and what I'm, you know, what the change means to me. And I think a lot of times we, we focus so much on the projects or whatever, you know, we're doing that we forget the, the person part, the human resource of it is, you know, we have to actually process the change ourselves and, and, and feel it. And so I think sometimes we forget that part, you know, you move your house and then you go, okay, I got to get all this stuff done, you know, that's a huge change you just made. You know, you move down the street and your kids are like, oh my God, this is massive. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks, and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. That is huge, the human experience part of it. And as you are talking about that, and I, I love that you brought up the big rocks and the gravel and the sand because I think that's such a beautiful analogy, like a way to think about it. And you forget about some of those lessons, but you know, to do the big stuff first. And I think there's a lot around that, but just the human experience, it reminds me of that movie. What was it? I think we were probably talking about it in the airport, most likely. Sully, right? The the flight that landed pilot, like, yeah. in the Hudson and how he was like literally on trial for that. And it was, you know, they were like calculating, doing all the math, like you had plenty of time to turn and actually land in an airport. And it wasn't until like you get through like spoiler alert, like there was the end of the movie where he was like, what about the human reaction? Like, what about the time that I needed to process? Oh my God, like the plane is going down. What am I going to do? And to make a decision, like you need to take in the human, like you said, human resource. I like that, but just the, the time to think about it, to process it and then, and then make a call because we, we don't give ourselves that. We just like line things up. And I do that too. But I love that you like block off time in your calendar, just like, okay, think. And for me, I think best when I walk. So like I block off time to walk and I'm like, okay, how do I feel about this thing? Or what do I want to do about this thing? Or what's the value I want to bring to this client meeting or whatever, or this project or whatever it is like, or even to just help re-identify what is the big rock for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year? Like, what are my big rocks? And am I spending all my time checking boxes like, you know, that are sand and not, you know, working on my big rocks? So, yeah, love all that. What about you, Giovanni? You've had a lot of change going on in your life with kids and, you know, all of that. How do you manage change? Let's not put an S on that. I got one kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh let's, keep, let's keep that right for right now. We're, we're we're just dealing with that. Yeah, I'll say that's probably one of the biggest changes that's that's ever occurred to me is is having a kid, and and this is our our like our story. The way it happened for us is like you know it's like our schedule is just went out the door really, and a lot of new parents don't get sleep. And we're we're two years in now, right? So she'll be two in a in a couple of weeks here and we're like i barely starting to feel like i'm starting to kind of get more of a schedule and on things and still kind of just like still don't get much sleep that's probably on my own my own fault going back to better scheduling and and whatnot but it's like it it's kind of but you want to for me and like why we're all here right we want that freedom we want to spend more time with our family have more experiences and all that stuff and and so kind of getting back to that of the sleep deprivation I kind of have it's like okay we now have a, a nanny share so she goes to somebody during the day but so I have that time to work and stuff and then once she gets home we want to spend time with her up until you know it's her night time and then once nighttime hits it's like we get back to work kind of a thing 
So so we have that that block in the day with her and try to spend as much time as we can and whatnot. But I will tell you, I was not prepared for that change. <laughs> like you, you can't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you can for, for the that. for no. the like the first one. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I only have one. So maybe you you ladies tell me the like that the second or third is is easier to plan. But nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll feel yeah, nah, so, uh, nope. so when they're all when different. One, they're all different um, humans. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I think I think for me, so I'd love to get your your ladies' inputs on like how you feel you are. So like unless you're saying you know you guys moved every eighteen months when you were a child. Stephanie, I'd love to hear like how you guys were if you had more of that stability. Cause like I feel like I've always been that feather, right? In the wind. I'm I'm like I feel like I'm a super easygoing person. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's good. Oh, you want to go that way? All right, let's go that way. Like, oh, you want to go this way? Like, okay. Cause I'm like, I think it's a few things for me. Like, I like I like change. I like having that that newness within my life. I think that kind of gives me a little fuel. I think when it's too much of just one thing, I, I feel stagnant. I definitely feel like my energy kind of dropped down. So like I kind of thrive on change. At the same time, it's I think it's changed. It's funny, it's change is changed as I've gotten older. Like when I was younger, I would, you know, whatever, let's go do this and just all over the place. Now I'm like, yes, I still like change in my life, but it's a little bit slower process of changing things and kind of a little more analyzing things as we go but yeah so somebody like it's always love change like so for me i'm like whatever like today's podcast i'm like okay yeah let's just do it like we'll figure it out like all right what what, what you are like fine. That it's fine it's gonna it's be fine, fine. yeah it's fine. The, it's fine what are the events or whatever we're doing right i'm like if something happens like okay well like cause i mean i i don't know i just always learned that when anytime i've made it i've i've resisted whatever that change was, I just know that the feeling was a lot worse. And like I was, the situation became worse for me. Like when I was resisting that change and not wanting to go whatever direction life was putting me in. And so then I'm like, okay, well then just kind of go with life. But again, getting back to Melissa, what you're saying, like steer, have control of where it's at. And I think that's as the time has gone, I've become a better uh, captain of my own ship, um, and be able, and still, I'm still learning. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a full on captain of my ship, but I'm still, I at least have control of the steering wheel, right? It's not just kind of there you sitting go. there spinning on its own. Like I have it. Sometimes it might take me a little, a little tomorrow over this way or whatnot, but so yes, yeah, so I'd love to hear more. You're of not like, like how, the how, teacups. Yeah. You're not like the teacups at Disneyland. Just I used to love We're those. Rat. Oh man, I love those. They were so fun. <laughs> Seriously. These days, honestly, I, I couldn't do them these days. Boy, I get nope. I get dizzy just spinning like myself with yeah. my daughter. I'm like, okay, that's not that. I um, tried with my daughter at Disneyland. I don't recommend. Like, yeah. <laughs> find another kid and be like, here, make a friend. I yeah. Know. I used Cheap to love I was like, try to go as hard as you can. I'm like, all right, let's just go. Just like crank it. And just like, yeah, now I can only imagine. I'd be like, okay, I'm done for the, the week. But I would I would love to hear from you ladies. Like, so how, how, do, how do your... Your personality is the way you are. How do you feel like it's, it helps or hinders you with change, whether big or small? <laughs> Radio helps um, or hinders you? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Helps or hinders you. You say what with, helps or with change? You? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, how do you when you look at it? Because I'm something. Let's say you kind of already spoken on. You have you both have kind of spoken on it a little bit, but I'd love to hear, hear just a little bit more, like of like how when you're faced with with these things. So Melissa, I mean, just for your example, like when you're talking about the the organization, like transformational change, that's like huge, right? And especially if you're the CEO, like kind of getting all that, like depending on how many people you have below you, you know, like everything's changing for them. Like how do you go about like just processing? I know you said you talked about the little things, but you know, getting the big things first and then and then chunking down. But like what is your mind like going like when you're when you're faced with something like when something first hits you like you're like oh do you like do you just stop and like you have to analyze a lot of things or do you just like kind of quick and like just go with it kind of a thing if any of that makes well, sense well yeah i mean so i'll say for you know like as a as a ceo or manager for me i'm always checking in on people first and so for me you know kind of people are the 
the big things. And so, you know, just having someone hear about what the vision is or where we might be going, or even if I'm trying to make sense of where we're going, because, you know, I mean, CEOs don't have all the answers. They don't, you know, I mean, sometimes we, we go one way and then we find out something else and we, you know, to your word, pivot, right? So, but it's, it's helpful to connect with people because I think a lot of times people bring so much perspective. And a lot of times we are sitting here thinking about a certain direction we're going or somebody's telling us about a direction that they want to go. And just being able to have a conversation and have somebody provide a different perspective, which, you know, again, for my plug here, this is why diversity, equity, and inclusion is so important because you get so many different perspectives. And a lot of times it's not about the number of perspectives, but it's about how do we utilize the information in a way that allows us to make this thing better, different, you know, more wonderful than we imagined. And so the synergy that you can create between what you want to do and, you know, just connecting with others to be able to gain insight and more perspective, you know, it's like amazing what can happen when you actually connect with others. So for me, again, that one thing, you know, some of those big things for me is like, okay, so let's check in. How are you feeling about it? What do we make sure that people have the opportunity to actually acknowledge and respond so that, and, and hopefully, you know, there's a culture in your company or in the company that you work for where you have the opportunity to respond back, provide feedback, comment, whether it's anonymous or whether you're talking specifically to somebody. And so I think those are, you know, to me, those are big things in terms of like, okay, people, let's check in with the people. What does, does the, and then I always think about time. And so it's like the time frame be extended because those are the two things to me, if you can start to think about time and people, and if you have the ability to change any of that, it allows you to build in other things like the celebration of the project being over. When is the end, right? How does it start? When does it end? Are there celebrations in between? You know, because you you want to be able to engage. So I'll just stop there. I think that's so important. Yeah, I love that. Sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, I was going to just ask you, Stephanie, like, how do you feel? Because I need the whole reason, not the whole reason, but the reason why I'm having that conversation is that you have a lot of change going on. So yeah, so back so to you, just like how, when you're first kind of faced with these big changes, what were you, what's your initial reactions, I guess? And like, then how did you overcome whatever that reaction may, may be, if it was something that needed to be overcome? Yeah, I mean, it's not perfect every day, but I think, you know, there's been different systems that, you know, we teach our clients about planning your day prioritizing your work, you know, talk about like having kids and having to completely, it forces you to really look at like where your work time is spent and what you're doing within that work time. But the thing that's probably most helpful for me is like not sacrificing my own self-care, my own mindset, like sticking to the fundamentals or like the foundation of what I'm doing. And for me, it's like how I start my day. And I know I've talked about that before, but like how I start my day is so important. And I can, you know, if something comes up and change comes up, I can, I can adapt. I can, you know, have my moment, you know, we call it the five minute wallow, like, okay, you, oh my God, like WTF, whatever, <laughs> like this happened. And then, okay, figure out now what, what we're going to do. But I think it's being really strategic with how my time is spent. If I am getting pressure or demand from other areas, like things that want to pop up and take over and detour me from my big rock, 
But it's, I, I don't know, I think the most important thing is like that time I spend with myself every day, like not sacrificing that. Because when I do, it certainly makes everything else harder throughout the day, throughout the week, just with the experience in general. So yeah, I need to be, need to be good with me in order to be good from for anyone else. So with that, yeah, that's it. I love it. I'm so glad you said the, in my head, it's, it's, oh, wow. So we learned it from Carl Bukai from NLP. And when I first learned about this acronym, I was like almost shouting it from the rooftops. I remember actually going to one of our networking events, Stephanie, that we belong to. And I was like telling everybody, like, I just learned this thing called, it's called, oh, wow. And I'll tell you what it, got, what it stands for is like, when you have some kind of change in life and business, it's you say, OMG, right? Whether it's positive or negative, however you look at life and there is, and this is a side note, but really there's no positive or negative in life. It's just whatever we label it, right? But whatever the situation is, you can say OMG. So if it's something great, you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing, right? Or if it's something bad, you're like, OMG, that is crappy kind of a thing. But it's like that, that initial feeling you have when something's happening to you, right? Like, oh my gosh. And then you move in. It's kind of like the the processes of of uh, processes of of grieving, if you would, kind of thing. It's so you have so oh wow o w o w. So O M G is the first one. They say W T F, right? It's that moment to kind of process like what the f just happened, <laughs> right? Okay, or, I'm with you yeah. so far. Yeah, right. Or or if it's something excellent, you can say, right? You say, what the F? That was amazing. How where did that come from? Kind of a thing. And then this is a part where most people get through this just naturally, right? They just kind of naturally go through this process. And then you'll get to a point where you say, okay. And now some some people don't get to these last two of it where they just say okay and and the okay is as is not it's not okay that something happened to you, like if it's a negative thing, but it's okay that it happened, right? You're just saying, okay, it happened, right? And you're letting it- Accepting. Accepting, <laughs> exactly. That's, perfect. That's the word I was looking forward to. You're accepting what what it is. And then this, the last part, not very many people go through unless you kind of really know about it. And it's asking that question that we love, what would you like, right? You now just have this experience, even if it's a positive one. After you had that experience, because all, all experiences go away, right? Nothing's permanent. Everything's always constantly changing. So even if it's something positive that you just went through, you can still ask yourself at the end of it, like, okay, what would I like now? Right? And that just allows you to move through whatever it is. So that five-minute wallow process, right? You can, you know, work your way down into this. You're like, OMG, this just happened. What the F? This just happened? Okay, this just happened. Now what would I like to happen? Kind of a thing. And like, that's a process that just, for me, when I first learned it, and I'm so glad you said it, because I, I, I've kind of forgot about it for a little bit. Even though I think I, I had a call with one of our clients yesterday, and we, I kind of went through that process with them, but I, not in that order. So I'm glad you mentioned this, Stephanie, and it's just re-triggered for me. But when you can start doing that, like almost automatically, like the amount of time it takes you to go from one, from feeling some kind of pain or challenge or whatever like the quicker the change will happen for you, right? And, and I mean, you can sit in the, the good things as long as you want, you know, but it's, I think it's always still good to ask, but would you like now, right? Because even after that, so I've, I just had this amazing experience. Now what would I like? Oh, I'd like to have this kind of experience, right? And so it's always getting back to what Melissa said. It's always be getting back to that direction or um, having control of where you're going kind of a thing. When we always ask ourselves that question, okay, I just had this experience, but what would I like now? Whether positive or negative, it's still, it, it makes, let me just back up. Any question you ask your mind, your mind will answer, right? Like, how is, like, how hard is this going to be for me to do? Well, it's going to be really hard. Like, if you ask yourself, how hard is this going to be? Like, how challenging is this? Like, well, it's going to be challenging. Like, well, how easy is it going to be? It's going to be pretty dang easy. Like, whatever you ask your mind, your mind's going to answer, right? And so just asking, so just asking yourself that question, what would you like now? Or what would you like instead? It gives your op, your mind the best path to move towards what it is that you actually want. Yeah. I love it. 
I love it. That was awesome. So, oh, oh, wow, your life, people. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) You you, got to give up to um, Carl Bukai. He has some of the best acronyms for some of the stuff out there. It's it's fantastic. Shout out to Carl. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. I know we're kind of getting towards the end here. Any final notes that you ladies would love to share? Any. Dude, that was the mic drop right there. We can't end. Yeah, no, what? No, we're done. We're going to mess it up if we say anything. <laughs> yeah. All right, send it a print. We're done. We're done, people. Okay, fantastic. Well, yes. uh, ladies, thank, uh, you. thank you so much for going through this change of the, the three of us. You know, like I said from the beginning, like three little birds jumping out of the nest, learning how to fly. And looking at something that you know could have been perceived as a negative of like oh my gosh we have to do this by on our own like without without our fearless leader right or we could do what we just did and it's like hey let, yeah let's take the opportunity to to learn and kind of and i don't think for any of us this was like a scary thing to do right like stephanie was saying like finding something scary to go do in life but stepping out of our comfort zone like okay yeah like we're used to having that kind of backup yeah. if you will right and then for us to to go out so thank you so much for being here with us and even for steve being you know he's like okay i want you to talk about this and meta was like okay we're going rogue you know <laughs> like how about we do as his like, fault uh, he's empowered all of us to yeah. speak our mind to trust our gut and yeah. to also just you know just go yeah. with it so we went with it, it and that was awesome Love. so fun Hope well, everyone enjoys this episode. Yeah, we hope you do. Hope you have a lot of change in your life that allows you to grow and and be better every day. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, if you like this, please subscribe and leave us a comment and how how you face change and how you how this episode might help you get through change in the future. As always, choose gratitude and create freedom. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenoplaton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenoplaton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenoplaton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.